Hey, everybody. Welcome to Quizlet, which is the weekly show where we interview the upcoming guests on Quizzertron, which is our monthly live show where comedians battle scientists to see who knows more about science and or jokes. Uh, I'm your host, Rebecca Watson, and I'm here with my co-host, Quizzertron's resident comedian, Keith Lowell Jensen. Hello, Keith. Hello. That's me. That That is you. Well done. And, uh, you know, when we first started doing this as a podcast, I figured that we could do the monthly show and then to fill the weeks in between, we would do these quizlets, which is an interview with each of the three new guests coming on that show. But what I did not count on was the fact that I'm an idiot and I was starting this podcast in a month with five Fridays. So today... I don't know if you're a poor person, but when you told me that, I got really excited because it meant there was an extra payday in the month. Ah, yeah, see... I work from home and I am my own boss, so no, it means nothing to me. <laughs> uh, except for that, I suddenly realized, like, oh, there's we have three guests, but four Quizlets. So luckily, I have a very good friend who is a comedian who has been on nearly as many Quizotrons as Keith and someone who potentially has the expertise to teach me how to not screw up this podcast. So welcome, Justin Robert Young. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Although it does mean that you get an extra, uh, if you have your Patreon set to weekly, it does mean you get an extra Patreon. Yeah, page. see, I don't even, I don't even uh-huh. do that. I have, <laughs> my Patreon is per video, so. Uh, well, then you just got to make sure you get on a weekly schedule. <laughs> there you go. Or, you know, we have to start selling ads for this podcast, and then I would get an extra paycheck. Ooh. Another another thing I think we can add to Justin's credit is I'm pretty sure he has the lowest uh, score in Quizitron history below zero. Is that true? I don't know. You know, I, I don't... That, 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 would, that would be a real... A dubious distinction because those scores can get pretty subterranean. They can, <laughs> and but I think you might be right, Keith. If I recall the um, last time you were on, Justin, you were you were pretty far down in the dumps. Uh, I, I do mean it as praise, just to be clear. I, I was really quite impressed. Yeah. Uh, you know, hey, look, uh, they, they, they say to uh, uh, reach for the stars. Uh, they they also don't tell you that sometimes that leads you to a negative 2,000 score in Quizzatron. Yeah, you know, sometimes when you <laughs> shoot for the stars, you miss and you come back down to Earth. And instead of landing on land, you go into the ocean and then sink to the bottom exactly. of the ocean. And next thing you know, you're next to a volcanic vent wondering how the hell I got here. Right. Just chilling with those tardigrades and lobsters. <laughs> Uh, Justin, you have approximately 14 different podcasts. Is that right? Uh, yeah, no, depending on, uh, the, 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 season, it can be, uh, it can be quite a handful. It's, uh, it is, it is really the life of a middle-class podcaster. You know, <laughs> you, you don't, I don't have one that I can really hang my hat on. So you just, uh, tape together 15 of them. And next thing you know, you can pay your rent. Right. I like that. Let me give a- and. and- Oh, go ahead. That that's a thing you can achieve middle class status with podcasts. I mean that that's amazing, Justin. And I hope you'll tell us the secrets of how that is accomplished. Uh, yeah, no. Step number one: do fifteen podcasts for nobody, <laughs> for no audience, and no, no. for uh, a solid ten years. And then eventually, I guess the universe just sort of looks down upon you in one withering, pitying glance. And- <laughs> Throws you enough money to pay for health insurance. I mean, you know, being an American, that's no small feat, you know. Yeah. 
That's also a joke because I get my health insurance for my wife. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> step two, marry someone, get on yeah, their health exactly. insurance. Yeah. Then next, yeah. Step two, uh, leech off uh, Amazon's health insurance. An, a normie. <laughs> Find a normie <laughs> to marry. Oh, Ashley's going to be pissed that I called her a normie. Right. You you even had a podcast with your wife, Ashley, who has also been on Quizzitron. Uh, do you guys still podcast together? No, you know, we um we we did a podcast together a long time ago before like when we were just even like we had kind of first met that was going to be a uh kind of like sort of a a a a relationship advice show but it was more along the lines of like just kind of digital hygiene, right? Like of of how many times should you like somebody's, you know, oh, photo. Oh, okay. That kind of stuff. Yeah. And, so like that went a couple weeks and uh, it just didn't, uh, it sort of fizzled. And then when we were getting married, we decided that we were going to podcast that entire process, which I have not gone back to listen to, but it was definitely a living document of one of the uh, <laughs> most annoying phases of my life. So we, we hope that at some point it's going to be like a fine bottle of wine that we can uh, crack open and, and enjoy uh, of, of our year of waking hell that is planning a wedding and your wedding was no ordinary wedding no 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 we did a uh a kind of an event at dragon con in atlanta so we had uh it was uh, a mercifully short ceremony in that uh we did our ceremony and kind of reception uh in an hour time slot as part of the schedule there and then we had all of our friends and family from around the world uh, kind of hanging out afterward and did a brunch afterward. But it was, uh, yeah, no, it was definitely we we didn't we didn't want to do anything, you know, too too predictable. It's one of those things where you just go to so many weddings in your life and you're like, Jesus, like, do we just need to do the exact same thing as everybody else? Like, let's just do. So you were dressed as Predator and she was dressed. Ah, as you're close. Alien. You're close. close. Right? No, uh, the the me and and my groomsmen uh, and groomswoman were uh, in Battlestar Galactica uh, <laughs> outfits, and and Ashley and her bridesmaids were in Game of Thrones uh, outfits, and so we had. I think it was when you cut <laughs> everything up, it was I think up to seventeen gods represented. Seventeen. Uh, yeah, because I think. You know what? I forget how many they have in BSG, and then uh, and then there's the seven gods of, oh, of right. Western. I mean, I, I'm I'm sorry, but I only acknowledge the one true god, Torbjorn. Uh, Torbjorn. <laughs> uh, yeah. Spoiler alert for the wedding. Uh, there, there's there's a religious reckoning that. Uh, <laughs> I like that your mixed marriage worked, though. That's good. It is. You know, and they say, and they say it wouldn't last. Well, I mean, it did start with a red wedding. I mean, weddings yes. aren't really the most uh, pleasant affairs in Game of Thrones, at least. <laughs> no, nor was that one. We, everybody died at the end. But uh, we were uh, – no, it was great. It was great. But that was – you know, it was it was really fun to do the show with Ashley. Uh, it just uh, – you know, now – not to say that it would never – that we'd never do it again. Ashley really does want to do another podcast. But part of me – you know, like I like you mentioned, I do like fourteen of them. So yeah, where like, would you have the time to spend time with you that isn't recording? You guys would just have to record 
dinner together. Although I guess you kind of already do that too, because Ashley live streams <laughs> her cooking and things. Yeah, I, I guess I feel like we're already using every part of this buffalo. You <laughs> <Right>. know. Like, <laughs> I don't know if we need to synthesize the eyelash. <laughs> I mean, you know what? If there's money in it, then you could good you could get the extra nice insurance. I mean, that's the thing is if if what's it called? If if she ever loses her job, that yeah. uh, that definitely uh, uh, yet another Patreon <laughs> on, on the way. Fourteen more podcasts. Exactly. I think uh, someone mentioned it. It might have been you, Keith, uh, mentioned the idea of maybe doing a Quizitron Patreon. And I'm just like, I, I can't. I have a Patreon and I don't want my patrons to be like, wait a minute. Do we have to go over there and give you more money for that thing? It's just. No, you got to do it, though. It's too much. Uh, no, 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 it's not. It's too much to you, but it's not too much to everybody else who might really, really love Quizitron, but not really know. About the other stuff that you do. Yeah. Or maybe they hate your other stuff. That's true. I mean, that's the more likely scenario, I think. Your, your other stuff does suffer a severe lack of Keith. Right. I've noticed. That's a fair point. That's uh, everybody's been asking. Yeah. Where's Keith? They're like, we, we prefer it when Rebecca does things where she's only one-sixth of what's happening. <laughs> Which also explains why, you know, my previous podcast was such a huge success you know because on sgu i didn't talk very much so Uh, we're gonna bury them oh yeah no it's only a matter of time we'll 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 catch up and that's that's my goal is to humiliate them in the itunes (laughs) podcast rankings (laughs) and what would be more humiliating than to achieve that success with me of all people yeah that's why i brought you on board (laughs) Oh Amen. <laughs> the final, the, the the final insult. Right. I'm so glad when my mediocrity can be put to use. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of Keith, since this is this is just a a fun bonus uh, episode, can we talk about Roseanne? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can. My good friend Roseanne. It's got nothing to do with Quizatron or science, but. Uh, Justin, did you know that Keith is best friends with Roseanne Barr? Best friends. All, all I know is the last time that I had the pleasure of hanging out with Keith was at the Quizitron live show, wherein there was some lamentation about the cover of your forthcoming book. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so she my blurbed book, it, right? Punching Nazis, Punching Nazis and Other Good Ideas, says across the top, uh, Keith Lowell Jensen in Hilarious. Uh, the in Hilarious was because my publisher made a typo, and uh, the quote being from Roseanne at all uh, is because um, the universe is cruel. <laughs> so it says, <laughs> it says Keith Lowell Jensen in Hilarious, Roseanne Barr. Roseanne Barr. That's what <laughs> <Yeah>. it says. <laughs> so I, I, at the point that we were talking then, it was a problem because the Roseanne show had debuted and was successful. So now at, at cross purposes to obviously the audience that is going to enjoy your book the most is this person who has become this kind of pro Trump figure <laughs> at the top. And if it, it's possible, the quote has aged even worse in the interview. <laughs> it's gotten it's worse. 
It just keeps getting worse. <laughs> or has it gotten better? I mean, has just the irony of it being there just gotten delicious? I mean, at this point now, I feel like you might have threaded the stone needle, and now it is performance art. <laughs> right. Possibly. It, it, it's a book by a comedian. I mean, it should be a little ridiculous and absurd, yes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But you also I mean, you, you want to make sure your potential readers know which parts you're being absurd about, and uh, you know, kind of tough to say. Like if they're just seeing the the title and then Roseanne Barr, I don't know. Do you think they'll get before it? Before two weeks ago, I think before two weeks ago, they would have been like, "That's weird. Why is a Roseanne Barr quote on there?" Yeah. But she pushed it far enough now. Yeah. That it's like I've got a Pol Pot or a Hitler quote on there. They're like, oh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's hilarious. Roseanne Barr got tricked into saying something nice about him. Uh you should you should somehow get her like she she probably doesn't know how uh you know, you you that you disagree with the things she's saying. Like you haven't come out you haven't like written her an email right and been like, shut up. Oh, I've said I mean, I've said a few things publicly that make it clear that I, I don't agree with her. But I mean, that was the case when I befriended her. It, it was during this brief period where she was denying that she had supported Trump. She was saying she's only ever voted for herself. So she didn't vote for him. Yeah. Um, she had said some nasty things about trans people. And then I don't know if to try to make that right. The comedian opening the show we were on together uh, was Natasha Muse, who is oh, transgender. Yeah. And who who's going to be on Crazy this month. Yeah. Um, so it was a weird little calm in the storm. And then as the show ramped up and it was she she came out again as a Trump supporter. And it's like, oh, but wait, you said. <laughs> so she reversed positions yet again. Um, but that whole time, I mean, I was like, I'm a liberal. I'm an atheist. I'm all these things that she had nasty stuff to say about. And she said the nasty stuff to my face with a laugh. And I laughed back. And it was fun and funny. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'm mostly I was mostly asking because I'm wondering if you can somehow trick her into signing your book, because I think that that would be great. Be very funny. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, she's got some free time now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Maybe maybe you guys should start a a podcast. (laughs) I'll look into it. Would you, you know, co-host or be a guest on that? I would not be anywhere near that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I would kick you um, off this one. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. Yeah, I mean, as soon as the show came out, I, I tweeted, uh, oh, okay, so it's like all in the family if Archie was actually the producer. Right. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, I said these things publicly. Yeah. And she didn't seem to care. And we had, like I said, joshed each other before. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, because that is part of the that you know the the comedian culture, right? Is that there's a, a, a large threshold for fucking around with each other? Yeah, but it's like coupled with the fact that we're like neurotically sensitive, and if you just accidentally poke the wrong rib, and I'm totally guilty of that myself. I just got furious at some comedians last week for posting pictures of me and Roseanne as their profile pics on Facebook. Oh, that's. <laughs> Yeah, that's maybe a little too far. <laughs> it's kind of funny, though. <laughs> how mad I got depended on how well they knew me. I right. was like, okay, I can see you're coming from a friendly place, but what about this guy? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a weird one, right? Because you're, you're, 
anger level is the same. It's just who gets hall passes, right? Right. That you've known long enough, get the biggest hall passes. Everybody else will just get the, the, the remainder of the anger that the other people were going to get. Right. Right. It builds. I have to take it out on someone. So this poor hack comic who never even gets work. <laughs> I'll, I'll aim it all at him. He's Good. not going to do anything yeah, for me. that guy. <laughs> um, uh, Straight to heck. Justin, who's the worst person you know? The worst person <laughs> I know. This is great because this makes it a contest that I can win. Yeah, can you beat <laughs> Roseanne? <laughs> no. God, no, no, no. I don't think so. No. Really? Uh, even a person who like you stopped being friends with. But they, because they were so bad, but. I don't know. I mean, it's tough to compete with Roseanne. Well, because right now it's famous. Yeah. Like, that's the, that is the, the, for lack of a better term, the Trump card, right? Like, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, because all that stuff blew up uh, uh, three days ago. Yeah. Although it's funny that, like, in that intervening, like, that only happened, like, 72 hours ago. Yeah. Right? And now I feel like we're already on, like, our third revolution around the sun. Right. It's Uh, old news. Like, I feel like if ABC came out and said, you want to know what? Like, due to audience uh, uh, stuff, we're giving Roseanne her show back or we're rebooting it. I'd be (laughs) like, yeah, it seems like there's been enough time. Yeah. Right. That's fine. Just because, like, now we're looking to everyone wants to fire Samantha Bee and uh, uh, Bill Maher. And it's like, like, I don't know. Everything's just happened. So fast, man. Samantha B. I feel like she really she she screwed that up in every way it was possible to screw that up. So you know she came out and called. Was it Ivanka or Melania that she called a Ivanka? It was Ivanka. Yeah, Yeah. called her a a a cunt and a feckless one. A feckless cunt. I was about to say trifling, but you're right. It is feckless. (laughs) No, that would be that would be a a different lane. That might have got. I don't know. (laughs) I I prefer my cunts well fecked. I don't know about you guys. (laughs) So yeah, she you know immediately like placed herself in a firing line and drew a bullseye on herself, which is bad enough. But then she apologized immediately the next day, <laughs> which. Oh, no, that's 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 the calls from upstairs, though. Yeah, right? I know. There's, but it's like she apologizes unless it's like you apologize now or the show's done now. But that's just it. It's like you only go on network television or like basic cable or whatever and call a woman a cunt if you you know like that's a statement of how edgy you are like you are maximum edge uh to then like not be able to have a spine to stand up for what you said you know so it's like i don't think she should have said it in the first place but at the very least i feel like she should have defended herself (laughs) I, i i do think that there it was kind of a throwaway line, which I think was also the problem. Like, if the point of the segment was building up to her calling her a feckless cunt, <laughs> it would have been different than how it came out, which was just like, hey, here's this other... She's making a point about the immigration policy. And it was like, why aren't you talking to me about the immigration policy, you feckless cunt? And it's like, oh, okay, well... <laughs> well, that's like, the- that was just a little kind of like, little 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 punch to the ribs after the main point right was made. and that's the thing somebody on twitter said to me well you know at least you know she she was successful because now people are talking about immigration and i'm like are they Cause oh, are they right all, all I, I, miss, 
Oh. Is it? You know, like over the last fifteen, like we're are people secretly talking about immigration? Somewhere? Right. I was like, your your Twitter feed might look completely different to mine. <laughs> mine is all like cunt and uh, ape. Is 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 ape racist? <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, not people, not people I follow actually saying that, but a lot right, of right. you know screenshots. I, I, the science is in on that one. I think right. so. I'd like to think well, we've settled that. I what lo- I loved as it came down was at first they were like, "Well, we have to go after one of their you know, liberal <laughs> spokespeople," and they were like, "Let's get Bill Maher." And we were like, "Oh, oh no, oh, no, no, not him!" Don't, and don't then take they, then they smartened up and went after Samantha B, who we actually like, right. <laughs> We because we were bad actors. We should have on the Bill Maher one been better at being pretending that we were disgusted. Like, no, please yeah. don't take Bill from us. Should have started picketing, wearing <laughs> you know weird safe uh, um, toupee hats. Right. You know, <laughs> uh, that's probably the worst thing Samantha B did was that she distracted the right from their campaign to have Bill Maher fired. No, well, oh, sure, yes, no, no. <laughs> that, that we could have, we could have been rid of real time. Yeah, uh, is, is but now real- they're focused on her. Yeah, you know what's what's weird is that uh, I, I feel like you know it, it's such a ridiculous argument to say like how much you're allowed or not allowed to kind of comment about people or or bring politics into stuff, but it's like it, it's one of those conversations that nobody is really interested in drawing lines <laughs> no right everyone just wants to yell about it yeah yeah and i another thing i don't like from the samantha b fallout is now you know i see liberals on my timeline arguing that cunt isn't such a bad word and i'm like that's not the point like don't yeah. don't start defending the word cunt just because <laughs> samantha b right. said it like that- that's one of those ones where you get all fired up and then you look to your left and your right and you're like, oh, wait, who's agreeing with me on this? Right, exactly. Ah, <laughs> like, oh, shit. Fuck. Ah, I, I turned, I, I turned uh, the wrong turn in Albuquerque. And now I'm arguing that well, I should be able to call random women cunts. Exactly. Yeah. I, I did see one very smart tweet from a from a woman I admire that pointed out that it was a woman saying cunt and that that's sort of their word, like a black person using the N-word. Oh, was that my tweet? <laughs> oh, of course it was, Rebecca. Oh. Kiss the boss's ass. That's what I do. <laughs> but, uh, but I retweeted that. I, I agreed with that. I was like, it, it, it's not the same. It's yeah, a like, woman saying the word. You know, I'm not saying I've, it's great, but it's I, not the same. I've long been a proponent of is that that's our word. <laughs> I can use it if I want. Because and a man cannot because a man in general probably has not had someone uh, call him a cunt while like raping him or threatening to rape him or threatening to track him down and kill him because he's a man. You know, that's it's it's a gendered slur that's used in a very particular way. And if it makes me feel better for all the times I get called a cunt, if it makes me feel better to like use that word, then I should be allowed to use that word. I know pe- now, what do you think of R- Russell Peters makes a very strong argument that it's okay for Irish people to say it just because it sounds so cool, like throwing a rock into water when they couldn't disagree uh, for several <laughs> reasons. Okay, so <laughs> I've, I've thought long and hard about this. <clears throat> Number one, it's an amazing sounding word. Uh, and that's what gives me so much pleasure to use it. <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's also a problem I recently realized 
cuck has. Cuck is a great word. The sound so of fun. it. So fun to say. Yeah. I, you there's cuck. one thing that I feel like we could all on the fault lines of the culture war understand. The one armistice we can have is it's very fun to say the word cuck. Yeah. And <laughs> so cunt <laughs> is like that. Uh, but just you know, just because cuck is is a great sounding word doesn't mean I need a twelve year old to scream it to my boyfriends <laughs> like because he's dating me. <laughs> uh, for instance, I don't know. <laughs> just a random example. Yeah. Like no no specific. <laughs> and I also get uh, you know, people saying Scottish, Irish, Australians should be able to use the word cunt just because right. it's got a different sort of just because it's allowed, it's it's more socially acceptable to use there, uh, just culturally speaking. I actually had this conversation with uh, Tim Minchin once uh, because you know he's used it in songs, and uh, so you know we've Tim and I argue every now and again, uh, and I think he's great even when we disagree. Just to put that out there, um, and I don't remember where he ended up. I don't know if I convinced him or not, but this is my argument: re cunt in uh, the UK and elsewhere. I, when I moved to London, uh, I told my husband at the time one day we needed like a bottle of wine. So I said, let's go to the Packy. And he looked at me and was like, what did you say? <laughs> and I said, the Packy, you know, the liquor store. And he's like, wow, you should maybe not call it that. And I was like, I do not understand the problem because in New England, Packy is short for package it's store. Pa- yeah. Yeah. Which is another term for liquor store. But in the UK, Paki is a slur for people who are um, from Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's yelled at them while they're being spit in the face and kicked, you know, and stabbed and shot um, and just generally discriminated against. It's a horrible word. So I stopped saying that. And I stopped saying that even here. I'm back in the US now. I have been for six years. I don't use that word anymore. Why? Because it's insulting to people. And there are plenty of other words. <laughs> like, right. I, there's so many other words I can use. It's not a big deal. So yeah, cunt is, uh, quote unquote, okay. Um, although, it's not okay. Like who decided it was okay? There are a lot of women who probably don't feel it like it's okay, but they go along with it because it's, you know, their culture and they have to. Uh, but, you know, it's not okay here, and I don't think it should be okay there. So, yeah. It's our word. <laughs> the yeah. yeah. All yours. I'm, I'm not going to fight you yeah. on that one. You guys yeah. don't get any words. You can and make I'd up your like own words. I'd like to apologize for saying it like seven times on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> can we use it in the title of this episode if you're the one who types it? Uh, I'm wondering if Apple would be upset about that. <laughs> I I did mark this as a um, you know uh, mature it, podcast, yeah. but I don't know how they feel about titles. So I don't think we, I think you're allowed to do it. Really? Speaking of words, uh, mature. What have we done to that poor word? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything good anymore. Because this is not a mature podcast no. in the way that I would normally use that word. I wonder, yeah, was there like a meridian line on that? Like at one point, like on Saturday, where people are like, oh, I've been you know, watching this mature program where we're talking about which is the salad fork. And then on Sunday, it was about farts and cum. I think right. it all started when porn sites started to categorize uh, like elder sex as mature. 
That's mature. You know, like BBW mature, you know. <laughs> that means you're going to see a lady over the age of 50, at that's least. The older version. Oh, oh, are you saying that that's in the Venn diagram? I, like that? that's that's the dead center gray? Possibly. It, it's a, a mature... Like on the other end of that, it was more porn. I mostly just want to like throw it out there as a data point in how mature got warped into being not like responsible or classy, but just right, right. Old old ladies you want to bang and uh, <laughs> fart jokes. <laughs> Speaking of more words that have <laughs> changed, yeah, you really kill things with that one. one. I've got another one. Uh, I don't like I don't like what we've done to salty. Salty used to mean you know like a pistol, you know like like I'm a salty girl where you know you don't don't give me no shit. And now it means like oh go cry, like like a brassy dame. Yeah, yeah, brassy dame. Now it's yeah somebody who cries because you killed them in Fortnite. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. Well, salt in general is salt are like bad feelings hurt feelings yeah I'm, oh. I'm glad that we are in salt now and we've migrated away well i don't know i'm very very conflicted on the phrase butthurt oh yeah because on one hand i kind of feel like it's great <laughs> it's kind of amazing like it just immediately like even when you hear it, you feel butthurt. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And, like it, is, it is immediately kind of, uh, it has everything that all the best words have, where like it just downloads all these feelings into your brain immediately. Yeah, agreed. But on the other hand, it's like, and it's also very, like, it's like a very funny thing to think of literally, like, ow, my butt hurts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I have ulcerative colitis. Maybe I don't find it as funny. I don't know. Well, maybe I'm, maybe I'm a little butthurt about you. That's saying that part that's of funny. an issue yeah. is that I years ago, someone said to me that that could be I'm, I'm not making this up. They said that that could be offensive to people who have been anally raped. And I, I was like, OK, I mean, that's I don't think that's what the word meant. And I think that's a very specific person that might be insulted by it so i stopped using it anyway after that because i just never wanted to have that conversation again wow yeah yeah that that came I up qu- i i just quit using it because the worst people on reddit were using it too much oh yeah that'll it, do it became too. an association thing yeah like like cuck hey. yeah right yeah. it was accusing people of having feelings right or more specifically i think that kind of came to fame yeah no it's true with with with, with, well do you remember cock originally was used mostly by conservatives aimed at other conservatives who were not towing the conservative line oh i mean so yeah i mean i I really i mean if 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 you know i don't know how far we want to drill down on this but like uh uh what is the sea change that has kind of happened uh on the right at least is this like clearing house of uh, uh, what is looked at as like, you know, Jeb Bush <laughs> Republicans and then <laughs> right. Donald Republicans on the other side. Total cuck. Yeah, and that's where you get the the cucks and the and the rhinos of of, of the world. I, uh, I do vaguely recall the word cuckservative, like uh-huh. ages ago. <laughs> so yeah, that rings true. They're so terrible with their puns, <laughs> <laughs> guys. Yesterday, I was streaming i stream on twitch and uh the 
the my Twitch followers and I were having a discussion about offensive words and someone mentioned the idea of a YouTube series that looks into offensive words like the background of offensive words. I, what I'm saying is I think we should do a podcast about about offensive words. I'll you take- ready for number 15, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fascinating. Like if you really look in the 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 entomology of it, uh I I think that I would love to find out where the origins of butthurt came from. Let's get let's get like a linguist involved and let's do a podcast. All right, I'm looking this up. I gotta find out where where they, there's got to be a know your meme for butthurt. You're looking up butthurt. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be first, right? Or is there a better? I think off word butthurt must predate know your meme. Like I feel like butthurt's oh, been around oh. for a long time. When do you really? No, I, I only started hearing it recently. No, I was definitely using butthurt like ten years ago. Really? God, you are. But you're you're you know out on the edge. You're a real trendsetter. <laughs> yeah. Want to know what? All right. So so Wikipedia, or, or sorry, uh, Wikictionary. Uh huh. <laughs> Is it not just Wiktionary? Wouldn't that? Wiktionary. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like you slipped an extra syllable. In yeah. There. I did. Well, I'm trying to give value to the listeners. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> they they make the point of that it is it's just a a derivative of pain in the ass. Oh, I mean that does follow. Yeah, I, I would. No, that's not. But that's not the way it's used. No, but I can see you that. Would... You know, am I being a pain in the ass to you? Are you butt hurt? You know, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is but normally the... like like am I being a pain in the ass would be sort of self deprecating, and are you well, butt hurt actually... is aimed at you. Like, no, are you that, being but... a sensitive? But I guess that's that's the interesting part about it, right? Is that it's saying that it is the effect. Yeah. The, the pain in the ass is the cause. <laughs> the butthurt is the effect. <laughs> so if somebody is calling you butthurt, they are admitting that they are the pain in the ass. That's true. <laughs> that's true. And I, I do think pain in the ass has like a positive connotation these days. People well, like that, being a pain in the ass. Well, that's – yeah. And also that's almost – you know, that's like a, a parental, right? Mm. Like, tell your kid you're being a pain in the ass right now. Yeah, that's true. I would never say any such thing to my child. No. What horrible parents you guys would be. You're a perfect <laughs> father. Exactly. I'm glad I'm the only breeder of the I was gonna say, <laughs> You can literally say anything, and either Rebecca or I will have no recourse. You can know <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. I procreated card out there. <laughs> oh, come on. I raised a puppy. They piss on That's everything. True. And they shit on everything. They eat everything. You think kids don't? Kids are, like, for the first six months or so, basically just lay there like a lump. You can yeah, put but a diaper then they'll on. Start, then they'll start not just pooping, but painting with it. Yeah, I know. But, like, the first six months, I think, of one the or the other. puppy doesn't do that. I think puppies are harder. <laughs> <laughs> I've had this. I've Wait, had this conversation. That is, that is an interesting way to take it. Is to just challenge him. Like you, <laughs> you can't match up. Though. You're just gonna say, "Look, maybe." All right, counterfactual. <laughs> raising a puppy is harder than raising a child. As, as George Carlin once pointed out, what's great about dogs is that they die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying up until six months. Raising a puppy is harder. You don't have the hormones that tell you you have to love it. Like, that was the biggest thing to overcome for me. I was like, I get that this is this thing is adorable, but I just – I want to just pitch it off the balcony sometimes. 
<laughs> because oh my god, it, it poops everywhere and like wakes you up in the middle of the night, barfing. <laughs> it's like it's a nightmare. Like, don't get a puppy. Never get a puppy. <laughs> now he's great. Uh, yeah, but no, it's it's true that the the, uh, the first I would say at least three months of, of having a kid is pretty amazingly easy and you spend so much time preparing for it and then all of a sudden it's there and it's yeah you're like oh okay this thing just sits around breathing you gotta <laughs> put a boob in its mouth once in a while all right this is no sweat <laughs> yeah i mean says the guy without the i was boobs. gonna say your <laughs> wife might have a different perspective on this <laughs> but also uh, here's and- another th- difference people you know if you've just had a baby nobody's expecting you to go and hang out but if you tell somebody, I'm sorry, I can't go to the show Saturday night, I have to stay home with my puppy so it doesn't shit everywhere, they look at you like you're a sad, insane person, which I am. People, but- when you tell people you have a new baby, they make you food and bring it to you. Exactly. I mean, I would suggest to both of you to put word out that you have a baby, <laughs> even if you don't. And then later when they're like, what What happened with the baby? Be like, ah, it didn't work out. <laughs> We, oh, we broke up. You, you'll get a lot of free meals. Yeah, geez, you don't even really have to say anything, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody'd be too scared to ask. Oh God, right. yeah, make a big deal about it, and then two weeks later, <laughs> show up at the same bar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's so wrong. What a great, what a great place to end. Uh, <laughs> Justin, uh, where where can people find you? People can find me at Justin R. Young on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And I stream five days a week at twitch.tv slash Justin R. Young, uh, talking politics and all the other podcasts that I record. All 14 of them streamed live. Name, Name your favorite of all of them. Oh, my favorite. Mm-hmm. Well, probably the one that people know the most that, that gets the most viewership is the politics one. It's called Politics, Politics, Politics. Uh, it is a different look into the world of of uh politics and uh i don't know and it's, you uh, you have you have an entire card game you made based on politics oh that thing yeah no <laughs> and also yeah the contender the game of presidential debate uh use real presidential quotes to debate your friends it is something that uh I, i'm definitely really proud of in that it's uh it's something that highlights the absurdity of politics to the point where you can enjoy it, no matter who you're playing yeah. with. And if you're history nerds, then uh, you're really going to enjoy the fact that uh, to create the game, we accidentally made the world's largest vetted database of presidential and presidential candidate quotes. Because as oh. it turns out, you can't believe everything you read on the internet. <laughs> Weird. Abraham Lincoln didn't say all of that about net neutrality? No, it didn't say you mad to uh, <laughs> Jefferson Davis, no. Wow. Today I learned... All right, Justin, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I look forward to getting you back on Quizzatron soon. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get worried because the last time I was on, Keith said there was only one comedian allowed. And uh. I had <laughs> so. you, you realize I'm letting you be a comedian here on the uh, Quizlet. Though. Oh, boy. I'm glad. By I'm gracious glad. Of me. <laughs> you guys are going to get in a fist fight at the next Quizzatron, and I am here for it. <laughs> No. How many points for that? How many points for that? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure Keith will be very, very, very calm because you will have gotten him the falafel that you've promised him. Oh no! That's, She's like that's Lucy the, with the football without it's the, falafel. It's the carrot. It's the carrot <laughs> I, I, I dangle. Has yes. Brought up on the podcast yet? <laughs> the, no. The, 
being constantly unfulfilled falafel? I th- I I've literally just... shown up and then ran off to get my own falafel. <laughs> hey, Rebecca, without you, Rebecca, reaching Rebecca you got that falafel you promised me every time? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't do that. You always show up first. You always show up first to ask. Yeah. Then, just in case. Just in case. To get yourself. So optimistic. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, I'd, I'd like to, before we go, plug. Uh, I, I do have a new podcast myself called Politics, 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 Politics. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, wow. 33% more politics than the leading politics <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys next week for our live Quizatron show at Piano Fight in San Francisco, where we're going to have SETI, Seth Showstack, Wired's Adam Rogers, stand up Natasha Muse, ticket information at Quizatron.com. Justin, thank you so much for being here. Goodbye. A pleasure.